Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello folks and welcome to the Metallica Report. I'm Stefan Shirazi, editor of the band So What magazine. And I'm Renee Richardson, director of philanthropy for Metallica's foundation, all within my hands. This is your official weekly Metallica podcast, the only inside source, bringing you all the news from the band's HQ and studios deep in the heart of Northern California. And we're back in and around HQ. We physically unpacked our bags from the M72 World Tour until May 2024. But Renee, come on. We're still unpacking everything else we've seen and heard on M72 in 2023, right? Oh, man, no doubt. I mean, so many great moments from the band, as always. But I got to say, I've been vibing on the fans a lot. I've been having these flashes of these incredibly wonderful and deep conversations that I've had with fans at various moments throughout the tour and from people all over the world. And happy birthday, Kirk. On November 18th, the uh, guitar god celebrated a a solid birthday. So happy birthday, Kirk Hammett. (laughs) Yes, he did. I was going to get him a gift, but then I sort of thought to myself, there's the man who's got everything, including, I may point out, a single egg cooker, which went with him (laughs) everywhere uh, on the last six shows, I believe, of the M72 World Tour. He had a single egg cooker in his room. So happy birthday, Kirk. I hope that you cooked yourself an extra brilliant birthday egg. <laughs> and look, I, I get everything you've just been saying. I mean, you will be unsurprised to know that the way my brain works, there are these little fragments that keep shooting across my memory, even as we're speaking yeah. about some of the, the great stuff that was happening out there in, in 2023. One that springs to mind for me is back at Download in the summer, uh, it was just Biff Byford of Saxon and Brian Tatler of Diamond Head and now also Saxon. They, they they just rocked up to the festival and took the guys on a, a straight line back to their early 80s new wave of British heavy metal loving roots. And I just love to see Lars, Brian and Biff yakking away because then Lars just drops into total fan mode and he's completely just respectful and, and, and eyes wide open almost. It's like he still can't quite believe that he's talking to these heroes of his. It's, I love it's really, it. Oh, it's brilliant. It's so cool. And I did, I mean, I had to ask Brian if he still had the sofa that Lars crashed on in Brian's Stourbridge home when Lars virtually stalked the poor guy in the super early 80s. Sadly, Brian had to get rid of it. He did say it was nothing to do with Lars. Uh, I should add that. Dude, I'd be (laughs) a little freaked out if he still had that couch. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. Although I have to say, knowing Lars, if he could have commandeered that couch... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He'd still have it as part of his collection and it would be sitting safely uh, in Invenium, which is where Metallica store all their archival stuff. But speaking of Diamond Head, we all know that Metallica started out basically as a Diamond Head cover band. That's their quip, not mine. Of course, they're famous for their love of a cover song. So recently, whenever I'm listening to whatever's on my iPod, it subconsciously runs through my would they do a good cover of this filter And just this week, I've concluded it'd be great if Metallica covered Thin Lizzy's Cold Sweat 
Look, we know there are huge fans. There's an OG Thin Lizzy live light sign hanging at HQ, and there's just something about Het taking on Linnet's vocals, which would be great. And here's another one. i got to side one more in. I'd love it if they did a version of Depeche Mode's Never Let Me Down Again. They could do it acoustic or electric. There are some amazing dynamics in the song that I could hear being acousticized, maybe. Maybe there's heavy riffs where the keyboards are if they're going non-acoustic. Seriously, you should check it out. Put your expansive, non-judgmental hats on and tell me you couldn't hear James having fun with, with these lyrics. I'm taking a ride with my best friend. I hope he never lets me down again. Oh, man. I could totally hear that. Totally. Yeah. Oh, it would be amazing. Renee, let me throw it back at you. Have I, some fun. I, all right. I, I've had one. This was in my head. And, and just to, to go with me here. Ever since Master Puppets was in Stranger Things, and then Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill became like the resurgence of that song, I was thinking, wouldn't that be a little flip if... Metallica did a version of Running Up That Hill. The drums, the way they come in, what Kirk could do with guitar, what she was doing with synthesizers, and then those lyrics. There's all these yeah, yeah, yo's that metallicized could be kind of freaking weird. <laughs> I don't know. These, this is where my brain went when I was all obsessed with Stranger Things. So I thought I'd just share that with you. And I know we're going to have plenty more nerdy times to talk cover songs and ridiculousness. <laughs> I hope yeah. you come along with us for the ride. Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, I've already edited myself. I had Saxon's Denim and Leather down here because I'd love <laughs> to hear James singing Denim and Leather They go together. I, I, anyway, I'll stop. Another time. Another time. Yes. Yes. And two bits of housekeeping, you guys. Uh, If you haven't had enough of me and Stefan, check us out on a Pantheon podcast sister pod, growing, no G, uprock.com or wherever you get your pods. And don't forget, we also have that merch VIP monthly giveaway. You can sign up for the exclusive Metallica merch package giveaway. All you got to do is follow us and share this podcast to be entered to win some very cool Metallica swag. Head to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica to enter. All right, let's get into it, you guys. As you might have guessed from that bit of Pantera's strength beyond strength, we're going to be speaking with Philip Anselmo and Rex Brown from Pantera, who have been smashing it on the M72 World Tour as one of our special guests. So we're really excited to get those guys on the pod. We're also going to be speaking with Swiss Army Knife of a Human Being, Rob Dietrich, the master distiller of blackened whiskey, and Kaveh Zamanian, the master distiller at Rabbit Hole, about the fresh new collaboration available as we speak. Very cool. And let's start with Pantera, who have been one of the special guests on this M72 World Tour, as you just said, actually, Renee, and who it's fair to say carry quite a lore and legend of their own in heavy metal music. Having not played as a band, though, since 2001, uh, original era members Rex Brown and Philip Anselmo got together with Zach Wilde and Charlie Benante for Pantera to play their first shows in 21 years. It was back in December 2022 before they arrived on the M72 World Tour. I couldn't help but wonder how it was navigating both that giant M72 stage and engaging with the Metallica audience. Me and Rex did a tour with Metallica back in the day and we did the, you know, the arena-sized circle where... Lars's drum set was in the center, but it couldn't be moved. So we had to 
put Jimmy off to the side. And that was kind of a nightmare stage to get to navigate. And I had a cord and I was at, I don't know, I was probably had some stupid shoes on. So <laughs> this time, this time, however, sound check. I went up there. They put the ears in. I like it. it it's kind of, it, I thought it was going to be bad, but I like it. When we got up there and did the sound check, of course, there's no people up, so you can't really tell what's happening. Once you get those people in there, for me, it was like going on a roller coaster ride that you just kept going on, and you're playing your music to these people that we didn't know gave a fuck about it at all, and we just got up and had the best time. I don't think about where I'm going to go, where I'm going to stand. I'm just going to jam my balls up. That's all there is to A lot of Metallica fans, which is the biggest fan base in the world, I'm guessing they're one of them, for heavy metal, don't know Pantera or don't know of us that well. So there's uh, people out in the audience that'll watch the show and see everybody else having a good time, maybe not the, be particularly interested and then boom we play walk or something like that and they perk up and they go oh this is the band this is where i and they you know so you win them over that way too you know so like you say strength of the songs rex is such a gentleman you know he just he's so he's just so chilled out and calm and polite and and zen if i may uh uh, use that adjective for a member of pantera he really is (laughs) You know, and then you got Phil, who is uh, seriously, I've known this guy for many years. He's a fucking top man, I'm telling you. And beneath that graph, you know, uh, you know, behind that, he's a genuinely passionate and warm hearted guy. He really is. He scares me a little. No, no, I get it. But no, no, no. He's okay. actually, he wouldn't like me telling you he's a sweetheart. So I'll just say he's a good guy. How about okay. I just say that? But look, I think it'll inform a little more about the responses he had when I asked about what it felt like to be back on stage regularly with Pantera after two decades and change. It's empowering. It is incredibly beautiful. And do you feel so much love when you're up there? And if you take it in, it's a great feeling, man. These days, man, that's where me and Rex, you know, we get to dig the shows more. When we were younger, we were at war. And when we were on stage, we were just angry and, and at war, man. Now it's the songs are there. I can concentrate on singing the freaking songs, number one. Jeez, that's a relief for me, man. I don't have to break my freaking body apart anymore. Then we discussed Charlie and Zach being part of the Pantera team. Let's let Phil and Rex come in. Them two dudes, so enthusiastic. and They got their damn thing and they got their own damn legacy, both of them, without us. It's an honor to play with them. They're the nicest freaking guys in the world, man. I'm just so sad. <laughs> <laughs> He's a crack up, man. He's a sweetheart. And freaking Charlie, we've been... And Charlie, oh, we know Charlie since 87, man. It's a long time. Charlie's the glue that just kind of keeps it funny. You know, the no, way he's a beast. He, the way he, he's a real good player. The way he plays Vinny's parts is uncanny. I don't think there's any drummer out there that could play the way that Vinny did. We, we know when we were doing that taping down there, I would I would close my eyes because I was trying to get tight. And sometimes if I close my eyes, I, I can hear a little better. I think I can. And I would all yeah, of a sudden you're be, not watching there, there'd be a tear of joy just coming down because that was so close to what Benny and I used to play. So you had the foundation. And they do. Have, the low end sounds so Pantera. Man, it's, it's freaking no. 
And obviously, you can't speak of Pantera without Dimebag Daryl and Vinnie Paul's name as being a central part of the conversation. Both sadly left us some time ago, but everyone feels that Pantera 2023 has their spirit inside it. Only thing I can say is, man, I know for a damn fact, Vincent Dime would want us to do this. Hands down, they would want the Pantera brand, the, the legacy to go on and in. I don't know what you believe in, but sometimes, you know, you would like to think that them old fellas are looking down on us, giving us the thumbs up too, you know. You know, Renee, it's been super exciting to have them on these shows and just listening then, I deeply, deeply regret not asking Phil if he'd record an outgoing voice message for me with those brutal low tones. I'm not even going to try and impersonate those. Those are those are some, some richness there. And I tell you, that's one way to cut back on those spam calls. People will hang up. <laughs> And we'll be right back after a quick break. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So this here is our little Thanksgiving show, and as important as the food is to the holiday, as is the drink. And conveniently, Black & Whiskey's latest collaboration in the Masters of Whiskey series brings our buddy Rob Dietrich, who we all know and love, he's the master distiller from Blackened, together with Rabbit Hole Whiskey's Cave Zamanian. And not only are we going to hear from both of these talented and very creative guys, we're also going to wrap up this segment with a little cocktail. So... Before we get into that, let's start with Rob and hear how he became Blacken's master distiller. I think first and foremost, it's always a passion approaching life as, as an art form in itself. I think going after the things that I'm excited about and, and then finding that community of like-minded people. And that's where that's how I found myself in the distilling world. Uh, in 2006, I started making single malt whiskey in Colorado. And uh, my mentor, who I, I'm very grateful for, 
I learned a lot about uh, the whiskey industry. I, I think prior to that, it was always uh, understanding that you can enjoy a good whiskey, but actually understanding that you could make a good whiskey was an entirely different uh, ball game. And it, I think it's just one thing that always comes to mind when people ask, you know, like, what, what does it take to become a master distiller? Well, it just means that you know enough to know that you don't know everything. You're always going to be searching. You're always going to be learning from someone. Part of that is collaborating. So I, I think my path to get to Black & Whiskey was working on whiskey projects that I felt were interesting. And that really kind of led me to the doorstep of, of Black & Whiskey. And I got to say, neither one of these guys took the straight path to this distilling world. Cave had a 20-year career as a psychologist when he decided to make the shift to this creative passion of his, which is whiskey. I, I mean, I, let me just interrupt that. That's a completely natural uh, shift in career. I like that shift. That's great. I mean, yeah. if ever, look, if you didn't want to try this blend before, you damn sure want to try it now because I want to taste where this came from. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> but anyway, thanks. Thanks very much in part to his supportive wife and family to that matter. His wife is a native of Louisville. And I learned from Cave that it was this shared passion for creativity that both he and Rob and Blackened and Rabbit Hole had that brought this whole thing together. Where the alignment is, is that both brands value creativity. You know, I have a saying around here that creation is personal and production is repetitive. And I think that from that standpoint, what we're all about is to see how we can push the envelope and create new whiskey expressions. When we got the call from Rob and, and team, I thought that, you know, it's really a perfect marriage because from an approach standpoint, we value creativity, we value thinking out of the box. And, and I think from that standpoint, it was really exciting to think about what we could create together. It's different every single time you're working with someone. And that's the exciting part. We're literally looking at a blank canvas, mostly blank canvas. We've, we've got some ideas what we have in the barrel house and what we can use, but then we take those elements and, and bring them together. And it's knowing what I've got in our inventory as far as whiskey, as far as when you're, because we're creating a blend. And a lot of it is a lot of nosing, a lot of tasting, which somebody's got to do it. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a terrible time, but we've, we've decided to volunteer ourselves for this task. And of course, that's the enjoyable part of the business. It's also getting to understand each other, you know, understanding how Kave works, how I work, and that mutual communication through whiskey. It was a great conversation. And as this is Thanksgiving, let's talk about a signature cocktail, uh, right? Yes, uh, absolutely. The doctor's by the doctor's orders, I would say. But, uh, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> why don't we try this Harvest Fire cocktail? That sounds about right, doesn't it? Uh, designed mm. to ignite the holiday spirit at your festive gatherings, it says here. Well, we'll be the judges of that, won't we? <laughs> so, yeah, let's give it a go, but only if we make it together as we're actually speaking, yeah? Absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm all in. So right. uh, apparently it takes uh, less than a minute to make, which works for me. I like to be snappy about these things. You need <laughs> one and a half parts blackened American whiskey. I'm going, of course, for the blackened and rabbit hole myself. One part apple cider, delicious. Mm -hmm. Half a part ginger syrup. Okay. Quarter part lemon juice and two dashes of Angostura bitters. Mm. And that's a... Add that to a shaker, yep. some ice. Yep. Steph, are you doing this properly? Of course I am. Yes. <laughs> Making I, me I, thirsty. I can follow orders. Yes. <laughs> right. Keep shaking it. Shake it until it's well chilled, uh, about 30 seconds or so, I'm guessing, over your head. Do it right. And strain into a calm glass over fresh ice. 
I just am shaking it over my head. It doesn't seem to make a difference. Uh, I, I, I have does. to use another glass. I don't want, I don't have a Collins glass. I'm going to use. Uh, I'm just going to use another glass. Go, go that's down. fine. Well, it's fine. Uh, it's Thanksgiving. You're forgiven. That harvest fire, eh? Uh, so, yeah, we're just about out of time, actually. But before we go, two things. One, remember, voting for the Metallica Marching Band competition for Whom the Band Tolls is open right now. So go to MetallicaMarchingBand.com, hit that Watch Submissions button on the main screen, kick back, make your choices. Uh, Renee, uh, my final question here, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Well, I'm not eating turkey. I fucking hate turkey. What? You hate turkey? <laughs> what are you talking about? I love Sorry, turkey. Sorry, I hate turkey. Turkey's brilliant. Oh, I love turkey. God. I love the stuffing. I love the leftovers. I love the turkey sandwiches. I go, yeah, well, look. Have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> Have a good one. See, See ya. The Metallica Report is produced by Metallica HQ, Pantheon Media, and PopCult. If you like what we're doing here, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to visit Metallica.com slash podcast to submit your questions, offer your thoughts, and become a part of this podcast. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.